Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play, girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. <laughs> I tried. Hi, my name is Moni and with me today again is my lovely, amazing, glorious, a bit tired, sitting in Northern Ireland, totally delved into Warcraft, Amanda. Is that wrong? All of that is correct. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Hi, Moni. How are you doing today? Yes, tired. But other than that, I think I'm okay. I don't have back pain anymore. I don't have a headache anymore. So that's great. <laughs> so you have successfully beaten your coffee addiction. Yes. but you Or wouldn't... are you drinking coffee again? No, I don't. But you wouldn't... You would be surprised how deep in the routine the getting coffee part of my day is. It's very strange because I find myself sometimes in the kitchen being all like, and now what? This is where I usually would have made myself another cup of coffee. And now I'm just standing there and I get a glass of water, which is really not as special. You can always get down on the herbal tea train. But that's more work. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't explain because I then I have to make the water hot. And then I have to wait until it's hot and then I have to pour it in. And then I have to wait again until I get the, the tea bag out of my situation. I have an electric kettle. Is your kettle electric or is it a stove one? I have both, but I have an electric one. I don't see how that's like so much work because with coffee, you've got to pour the water in the coffee pot, measure the beans out and then make the coffee. And that takes like five, 10 minutes and then pour the coffee and then pour your milk and then drink it. Like this is just as many steps and just as long winded as making some no, tea. No, but when it's done, it's done. So basically I can get my cup, I can pour the milk and I can drink it immediately. But I have a waiting time and the problem is, so after I put the bag in, I have a waiting time. But the problem is that I mostly then forget to put the bag out and then it's probably gotten cold in the meantime and all of the stupid stuff and it's I don't know it's a different routine that I'm not used to just do what I do and leave the bag in and then bring it into your office with you and enjoy your tea bag tea yeah but that's what I do and then I forget about it that's basic so the amount of time that it usually takes me to drink half my cup of coffee until I forget that I have it is the time that I have to wait to for the tea bag to be in there and not just drink hot water. So that basically means the time that I need it, it's, I have to wait. And then I will have forgotten it after five minutes that I wanted it. And then it's standing yeah. there. First world problems. <laughs> it is. It is. See, I don't have a problem like this. Like I will leave my tea bag to steep for a long time. But I also don't drink my coffee right away because it's too hot for me. So I'm waiting for my drinks no matter what. Okay, I hear you. So 
Yeah, it works for me. Yeah. And I probably am probably going to drink coffee in Morocco anyway. So I'm just be super speedy Gonzalez by then and not sleep for seven days or something. Oh man, I wish I was going to just like for no other reason than that. I mean, that's a fair reason. <laughs> it is. Still sad that you're not coming. I know. Such a bummer. I know. So when this episode comes out, you'll be like leaving tomorrow, basically. Jeez. True. Yeah. Fuck, man. It's so soon. It's just suddenly it happened and we haven't middle of... When did it get September already? I don't know, man. This year is seriously the worst in how time flies. It's so fast. Like the last couple of weeks in particular are just... I, I can't understand how we've gotten to this point of the year. No, me neither. And people always say that when you have children, it gets way faster. But I can't even imagine how that's a thing. Because I'm already like, I don't have time. I don't know why, what, how. Yeah, all those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So how's Geeky, da- Geeky Town before we dive into our topic today? Geeky Town over here has been uh, uneventful. I've just been playing lots of Warcraft and playing some Mario Kart. If and you that's have... pretty much it. Yeah. Like I've, yeah. We did our Geek Hearing Go on Switch. We just probably have to narrow it down to a certain time because it does a bit stupid with its functionality, we have to admit. But we didn't know that before, so we're sorry if you tried to play with us and didn't happen. Yeah, we kind of had it running from a Friday night to a a Monday night. But apparently, like, well, you need to have at least another person playing. And that doesn't mean somebody else on the same account as you. So sorry about that. We are going to fix it. Yeah. But we haven't established a time yet, so you will figure that out when you figure it out. But keep us in your favorites tournament-wise. We are excited. Amanda, Tom, and my boyfriend and I, we played together. Amanda and Tom basically killed us. Annihilated them. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But It was delightful. Yeah, but... For us. Yeah, it was pretty (laughs) delightful for me because I'm good at losing. And Wally was just complaining constantly. I don't know the track. They can't tell me they don't. They know the tracks. And I'm like, they have the switch for two weeks. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, there was some of those tracks that both of us were like, I've never seen this before. Yeah, we, we too. Us too. They are different than the regular tracks, we have to say. We want to take this opportunity today to talk a bit about geek our identities as geek girls or as geek women basically and it got a bit triggered triggered is the wrong word it's it's the wrong word highlighted highlighted brought to our attention well we saw a post on facebook by a female coach who basically started out putting the feminine and the masculine in two separate corners and how every girl needs to embrace or woman needs to embrace her 100% femininity and cook in high heels and have lots of sex like that. Or and, you, uh, cooking in high heels while being naked. Oh, that yeah. Was, sorry, I forgot that, that was part. an important part. <laughs> that was very important. Bless your burnt stomach, I'd like to say to that. Uh, <laughs> And whatever else you have got hanging there. R.A.P. nipples. That should be a (laughs) t-shirt. Should be. (laughs) I could make it R.A.P. nipples. (laughs) I like that. But it 
got us thinking. And I think it's important to talk about it because identifying as one or the other, I'm not entirely sure if that's something I totally subscribe to. Well, I'm 100% sure that this is nothing I subscribe to. I feel it's something we can shed a bit of light or a bit of light on also in the geeky realm. I mean, basically yeah. it was Amanda's idea, so I don't take the credit for that. I don't really need to take credit for it. <laughs> Um, another point that this coach made, which is the thing that really got my back up more than anything else, is the way that she was saying that feminists are just crusty, they don't have any sex, and they're just all dusty down there. Oh, yeah, I, I read that too. Yeah, it was just like, what? <laughs> and while it might be true for some, it definitely is not true for everyone. I'm not saying that her definition of femininity is wrong because if that's how she wants to approach her behavior her her gender her like her femininity absolutely 100% go for it mm -hmm. what i don't agree with is shitting on every other type of identity out there like people who don't embrace high heels and sexy lingerie and cooking in the kitchen while naked for their partners i don't agree with shitting on feminists for having dusty coochies i don't agree <laughs> with saying like sneakers and t-shirts aren't okay to be worn by women because they're not sexy and it's like um i can guarantee you that i get laid more in my geek carrying t-shirt than i would wearing a pair of high heels just gonna put that out there <laughs> well said well said i don't know if i should applaud the geek hearing three extra life situation now <laughs> but well done you thanks <laughs> i asked tom last night i said tom do you wish that i wore high heels and lingerie more and he was like what like to bed that sounds really uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate tom i really yeah. do he's pretty cool <laughs> i feel there are so many people in this world right I know that a, a friend of mine, she really tried hard, right, to buy all the fancy lingerie and stuff to be all exciting and everything. And that didn't work because her partner just didn't notice and really did not care. So as long as it gets off of her, right, that's great. So whatever you package yourself with, I think it's just important that you feel confident in it. And that some people can totally wing or swing a, a, a boxer shorts underwear and be totally hot like that while others mm -hmm. just want to run around in jet g-string which i don't really understand how that's comfortable but whatever that's <laughs> not for me it's to an say. acquired butt feel what it, your butt does get accustomed to it I, I i i tried the whole thong thing for like six months and i just at the end i was just like this is this is not for me but my butt did kind of get accustomed to it. Do you feel dressed with a G-string? No. Not at all, right? I can't imagine. No. But the feeling of always having a wedgie did go away. Well, that I can imagine. But it's then basically I don't have to wear any underwear because it's not it's not padded where it needs to be padded. In certain situations, you would need that, especially if you had kids before, I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> True. So I don't see how that's a comfortable everyday wear but if you like it then that's fine yeah i think what the what what it comes down to is your identity is what you're comfortable and you're confident in mm. and 
If that's t-shirts and sneakers, that's t-shirts and sneakers. If it's stilettos and g-strings, all the power to you. Yeah. But don't shit on somebody else because they don't identify with your definition of femininity. It's a very, in general, a very, very excluding definition of it's basically puts the one and only definition on the super pedestal it makes everyone else who can't reach that level feel less than so i'm not feminine enough i'm not whatever enough and people feel less than in so many ways already in their lives in general they don't need someone else to tell them oh and by the way because if you you don't do that that's why you're even more even lesser than there are so many different people in the world, so many different genders, so many different sexualities out there in the world that I can't just run around and generalize like this. I mean, Mm -hmm. the LGBTQ community obviously got all fired up about it, which I totally understand. I'm got fired up about it as well, but just might as well go there and think like, you're not talking to me. You can't be talking to me because I'm just as much a, a woman as you are, even though I don't like to wear high heels and prefer my sneakers and comfortable underwear. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of when we did our episode on the mask you live in. Yeah. And they were talking about masculine and feminine qualities with that the group of men in the prison. Mm-hmm. And everything that they were putting under the feminine column, they were saying like they wish that they could identify with that. But it's it's a, it's a feminine quality. Mm. It, it's, a, it's a woman's quality. So they can't do that. They, they can't. They have to maintain their masculinity. And I feel like this type of femininity could almost get that definition of toxic femininity, where unless you're this picture-perfect model, but showing high-heel-wearing person woman who only thinks that women can only be that one way and shits on everyone else like that is a a, that is toxic to me yeah definitely it is so toxic and it's rude as well when you're just saying like on a public forum um because this coach's posts were public in particular so it's a public forum like and she's just shitting on at least half her audience there was no discussion going on because obviously people messaged or commented on that post who didn't agree with her and then all that happened then was they got insulted they they didn't go into a conversation that was based on arguments I wouldn't even call it facts but that was based on some some conversation about it basically they used that as a proof of how right they are and how they still don't get laid or whatever you can have arguments with people and you can have discussions with with people that you don't agree with you don't have to agree with everyone 100 all the time but you need to be open in a conversation um to acknowledge the other person and to to be respectful of the feelings of other people and if you have someone telling you that Um, I actually do feel the exact opposite um, about all of this or I'd feel differently about this then you can't just go there and say well that just proves my point you're have issues and you're triggered and that's just how it is it's not a fruitful discussion and people commenting or agreeing with the status and being like yeah you're right like that's not a discussion either that's kissing your ass you know like that's (laughs) And and then as soon as somebody does have a different opinion, you're just like, oh, it triggered Barbie or, or triggered Dyke or whatever. Like, you know, 
throwing the insults, saying you're triggered. And it's like, no, we're trying to say like, there are more definitions of femininity. Your definition of femininity is right for you. Yeah. But don't say that others are wrong. And like, what what even is an uber feminist? Like, are we uber feminists? Can we make t-shirts that say uber feminist on the front and like dusty coochie on the back? (laughs) (laughs) Proud of my dusty coochie? Like... (laughs) I like that. That's why I like the approach of the guilty of the guilty feminist because it always assumes that you have to be perfect in whatever it is that you're doing, also with your feminism. But I feel you can also be a feminist and have other issues, which is just human, right? So you don't feel super feminist all the time. You have issues with issues with yourself sometimes or often. You live in that socialized world where not everything is a super feminist move that you do in life. And that still doesn't make you less than or more than. I think it's important to acknowledge that people are on different stages. And while I might even agree with the fact that we need to embrace everything, it's not one or the other. So I feel we can use feminine, the feminine side in you. You can use the feminine side in you for things while as well having masculine sides in you that you do other things with and it's the mix and match and for everybody the mix is different so and Mm -hmm. I can't just go out there and say there is only one way on how this works and and that's only the only thing that's right in the world yeah how boring would the world be though if it was just split down the middle like that yeah totally like there was there was no flavor. There was no mixing and matching. Like, isn't is really, isn't pick and mix the best part of candy? Like, having all the different options. I like the analogy to candy. Well, like, you can have your M&Ms and you can have your Skittles, right? Yeah. Because they're, like, they're very similar, but they're totally different. And there's lots of different colors. But if you mix them together, you can really mix and match, like, what kind of flavors you want. Do you want sour Skittles? Do you want peanut M&Ms? Like, they all look the same, but they're all different aspects. Wow, that's a great analogy. Wow, that's a perfect analogy. <laughs> I just saw the big bowl of all the stuff, and I just want to shove it in my face right now. I feel it's also important to acknowledge that for when you live your life as a geek though as we had in a couple of episodes previously like girls want to do the things as well so they want to play games as well they want to wear merch shirts as well they want to embrace whatever they love as well but from the outside or the industries or society sometimes pretends as if that's not something that you should do as you said the mix and match that's also something that we need to embrace in geek them more and and with all the things that we do we can we can like more things we can like pink and sparkles and whatever but also play um, resident evil on the other side and we can buy i don't know razor pink kitty ear headsets but also go out to dinner with someone and dress up in a miniskirt with high heels. You know, as I think it's often people and girls and boys as well are pressed into this baking form and they try to make them fit in there so hard. Whereas just eating dough is also really great. That, yeah, that was a good one. You tried, yeah. I tried. I'm I mean, hungry. it's not quite a skittle and M&M's, but you know, raw cookie dough I'm definitely down for. I'm hungry now. 
I agree with you, Monica. For myself personally, like I identify with a geek girl as a geek girl, but for a long time I I didn't, even though I was pretty geeky. When I was say 11 to 14, 10 to 14, I was pretty obsessed with video games and Backstreet Boys. And like, that was my life, like video games and Backstreet Boys. It was a pretty good life for a kid, you know, <laughs> not gonna lie. And then when I started high school, like liking Backstreet Boys was not really cool. And not that I was a cool kid, I was just an average kid, but like my music taste changed to be more rock and that I joined cadets. So I didn't have time to play video games. So I kind of, I lost that identity, like that ability to identify as a, as a geek girl. Cause I wasn't doing super geeky things like mm-hmm. not, you know, gaming definition of geeky. I, I think Sea Cadets is its own level of geek, but it's a different <laughs> <Yeah>. story. <laughs> um, and so like, I kind of didn't really embrace my Backstreet Boy individuality geekiness. Like, um, then when I started university, I was friends with girls that loved Backstreet Boys and I was like, I love the Backstreet Boys. And so I I went back home and I pulled out all my old Backstreet posters and I went back to my dorm room and I put them up because I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Backstreet Boys are awesome. And guess what? Then we started to play video games together. And it was like finding people that I really connected with um, on like, sure, it was mostly the SNES, but I mean... You don't really have much more time for anything else. Why do you say that like this? It's the best. No, I'm. I mean, says is obviously the best, but it's like it's almost like video game light. Like it's 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 platformers. It's run and jump. It's side scrollers. It's um. Yeah, there isn't an awful games. lot of story. Still games, yeah, absolutely. But I'm not. I'm saying that I didn't really sink my teeth into RPGs like Resident Evil or uh, Alan Wake or. I'm, world of warcraft oh my god could you imagine if i got involved with classic like when i was in university i would have done even worse than i did (laughs) i'm very sorry you can't see her face right now people it's uh scary to think about if i were to go to warcraft (laughs) if i were back in like when it first came out 15 years ago wow but basically what i'm trying to say is that i'm uh, embracing every aspect of my personality right now and i can be a geek and i can be feminine at the same time um, my one of my favorite outfits right now is this like yellow skirt that comes down like mid calf and a Doctor Who shirt and sneakers obviously sneakers because heels wreck my feet I can do them for maybe like half an hour if that like I am totally embracing the feminine geek because why not that's my definition of who I am yeah and I'm still a woman and I'm a geek and I'm feminine and I'm everything that I want to be I'm also quite masculine and I'm just embracing it all I think it all depends on how you personally deal with it, like how you personally embrace it all. So if you have issues with either side, that's also not ideal. I know that I do have issues in that particular area and it would probably do me some good to embrace the feminine side of it more. But I am also brought up by a pretty strong mom who also was who was a go-getter, who people couldn't tell her shit and 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 who was just very, no, high achieving is the wrong word, but very practical and very hands-on. And yeah, I, I think I, I took quite a bit of that with me. So I didn't have a very feminine role model in that regard. And I think that I sometimes struggle to, to acknowledge that so if you were to embrace more feminine aspects of your personality what types of things would you be embracing for yourself 
Or do you mean if there are things that I would want to embrace that I don't now because I think I can't? Yeah. That's a deep question that I don't know how to answer, to be honest. I mean, I don't think I dress particularly feminine, but I don't know if I really want to dress more feminine. I just, my main focus is comfort. (laughs) Comfort first, always. Yes. (laughs) And I don't, like, if you're comfortable wearing heels, power to you because they are the most god awful things I ever put on my feet. But if it works for you, work away. Yeah. I just don't I don't find skirts particularly comfortable, so I'm not wearing them. But that's also if you don't have a thigh gap, it's actually problematic sometimes to walk with that stuff because the pain is real, people. The pain is real. Super real. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm like I'm not sure if I want to go through the pain for wearing a skirt. It's not that important to me at that time. Yeah. There are these uh, this amazing creation. They're like spandex shorts almost um, <laughs> to stop your tub rub. Um, oh, they're, they're f- phenomenal. They're I can great. tell you the, the secret that I got told at a dildo party. Yes, people, you heard correctly. And f- very fortunately, we were explicit, so I can say that out loud. They actually put lube in between. She was also a bit of a chub rub girl. And she gave us that tip, actually, that she puts the lube of her company huh there like a bit lower than it usually goes (laughs) (laughs) not helping with the dusty coochie but helping with the the bright red five friction yes exactly (laughs) how i live my geekdom more and i wouldn't even call it my geek girl geekdom i don't know if i want to specify that i don't know anyway I was always the one who had all the techie things and all the game stuff and all the stuff when it wasn't cool yet. So I got a lot of of things and shit because my parents didn't have very much time for me. So I got compensated with video games and with all the things I wanted, basically. Hashtag spoiled brat. Um, (laughs) And that's why I got the NES pretty early on. And people always thought I was a boy because I had a short haircut. Me too. Yeah. And as yeah. the, when you are a girl that age and you are not the bony one that very looks very fragile, then people assume you're a boy. I sometimes think that that's also the reason why I have a hard time sometimes identifying with the super female parts because I also got treated as and mistaken as a boy. I'm just laughing because of all the photo albums that I have of me and my like bowl cut with my action hero figurines because I was all about the cops not the Barbies I'm very aware that I had a lot of things that I thought I need to have even though I didn't particularly wanted to have them like I had quite a few Barbie dolls but I thought as a girl I need to have them and I remember that I said my favorite color was red because I was a girl even though I like blue better. So even in the really early days of my childhood, I tried to pass as a girl, even though I didn't, I didn't actually feel that way, but I thought I had to appropriate my gender in a way. And that's why I had to say, I need to like red and I need to play with Barbie dolls, even though I wasn't really super fan. But that's the story of my life. I always did things others expected me to do. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. May, like I, I kind of feel like this is a bit of a therapy session, Monica. Yeah. And when you hit puberty, you just try to be liked. I mean, and that's what, what just happens, what you said. You 
it wasn't cool to like the Backstreet Boys anymore, so you stopped openly fangirling about them, but in your heart, deep down, you still they still were your one and only. So that I can totally relate to that. Um, and you get judged by others, and you don't want to get judged when you're a teenager. And in general, you don't do it, you don't want to get judged by people. So that's why you I think some people tend to more often than not try to just accommodate and be liked which definitely was the case for me as i said i was geekier and i did things way before things were cool so i had my boyfriends online when tinder wasn't around so i made that happen same and, <laughs> and everybody else was just like how weird are you and how is that possible and nowadays everybody's swiping left and right i at least did real conversation back in the days mm -hmm. met through live journal and stuff ICQ. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had an ICQ love too. Four and a half yeah. years though. Ooh, nice. Right? Yeah. Northern German. Nice. I had things for Germans. <laughs> 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 or I mean, that was the first guy that came around basically. And I think it's just easier now for me that I start to give less shit. So I just, mm -hmm. it's fine. I like all the weird things that maybe a lot of people can't relate to but that's fine because I like them because I like them and not because I need approval yeah and that's why I feel it's so important to let people just like what they like because I don't think I deserve to be less than because I like video games because I like Marvel movies because I've read a lot of anime when I was younger because I like fantasy books because I'm a Potterhead I'm just as much as a person. I can make proper decisions in my life and I probably have a hell of a good time than sitting somewhere in a bar and waiting for whatever, another round <laughs> or something. I mean, my, my idea of a good bar is one that has either board games or video games in it. Yeah. Because you can absolutely go out and enjoy your hobbies Yeah. while having a drink, being social with friends. I don't think necessarily think it's being unsocial when you're a geek, and though people do think that that's the case very often, but I think actually the opposite is the case. Yeah, I spent all weekend playing video games, mostly Warcraft, with like Tom, not just Tom, but also Marty and Michael and Frasley and Pete and like a whole community of people I was playing video games with and being social all weekend. Mm. So it's more social life than I've got in northern ireland that's yeah, for sure yeah i was just gonna bring it back to last week's episode when we were talking to fist and fist is embracing a lot of different aspects of her personality like mm -hmm. she is super feminine like she is so pretty and she's got long hair she's quite quite a pouty like pouty face um not like pouty sad but like she's got like she's got the pout down you yeah. know the sexy pout <laughs> i saw that um, and she she's also like she swears like a sailor like she is so fucking vulgar it's disgusting sometimes and i mean <laughs> that as a, as a badge of honor like badge of honor you know um and like she is making her femininity and her geekdom work for her yeah. she's picking what works for her what makes her feel good and confident as both a geek and a woman and i think that that's what we need to do like you don't need to necessarily swear like a sailor like Fist and you don't need to game from the second you wake up to the second you go to bed. Um, but if you want to do both of those things, either of those things, absolutely go ahead and do it. If you want to wear skirts and geek shirts, yeah. If you don't, 
okay, if you want to live in leggings, absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> does not matter what you do so long as you feel comfortable and confident, then that's that's all that matters. I think that's also the reason why it works so well for Thist, because she just doesn't give a shit. She doesn't care if or she doesn't try to define either or or can I be that because I'm that. It's just both of it and the embracing of both of it and all the aspects of her life. I think that's why it's all so successful for her. I think when you reach that point in your life that you are just comfortable with who you are or even not necessarily comfortable, but you're you accept who you are and you love who you are. And like that's going to shine through like even for me necessarily, like I'm not necessarily comfortable in my own skin because I have put some weight on recently. And so I'm not necessarily like I am the most comfortable in my body I've ever been, but in my lifestyle choices, in my decisions, in in the way that I, the aspects of my personality that I do identify the most with, like I am confident and comfortable with those. And when that happens and when you're exuding that and you're communicating that and you're showing that, I think that that's where the light shines through with you. Like if you're being who you truly are. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. It basically comes down to confidence and whatever you're confident with, that's great. And I don't think it's okay to make people feel inferior because of reasons that you don't agree with. I mean, not everybody likes peace, but then people are still good people. (laughs) And that's fine. I think the world is great because there are so many different tastes and different things out there that people can enjoy and they don't need to be judged for that unless it's harmful to others then that's not great yeah but if if you're going to shit on someone because they want to wear sneakers and they don't think that the ideal situation that they should be producing is like cooking and laundry for their man and like showing up naked and shaking their sexy lingerie butt in their face or whatever and like that's your only definition and the only way that you're going to accept women in your life like you need to get a grip because yeah your reality is seriously flawed yeah and i feel men can handle that as well because it's something that also men are able to explore then they're able to explore their more feminine side they can explore the area of emotions when 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 they get room for that so you basically take away something in a partnership that someone else might need like i hear i see a lot of these a lot of comments that say let women be women and men be men but and yeah okay go ahead but what's the definition of a man and what's the definition of a woman like everybody's definition is going to be slightly different yeah so scientifically it's also the case that the differences within a gender are bigger than the difference between genders. So it's just it's just not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not true. The the assumption that there is the one side of the coin and the other side of the coin, it's not true. It's a line, it's fluid, and people fall somewhere on the line and 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 go back and forth on the line depending on where they are in their life and how they feel about it. And I feel it's necessary to let that happen and be open like this. I find it just a bit ignorant 
Sometimes it's necessary that people are radical about stuff. That doesn't mean that I approve of radical approach to everything. But if there wouldn't have been pro protests, if Rosa Parks wouldn't have stood up in that bus, if people wouldn't have thought about others first before they thought of themselves or thought about the bigger picture more than they thought of themselves, then we wouldn't be where we are right now. Mm -hmm. There would be still way more countries and way more situations where women would not be allowed to go to school. Women would not be allowed to vote. Women will be treated like they have hysteria and all that stuff would have taken their, their lady parts out and all that shit. So we have to, acknowledge that there were people in history and women in history who stood up for something they really believed in and changed the course of history like that so that we are in the place that we are now that we can at least say that doesn't mean that there is no room for improvement there still is but i feel if you stand there now in 2019 and shit on the entire people who devoted their life to a cause so that we can have better rights that we can we can vote we can go to school we can go to university those are all things that were impossible and someone stood up for others once and it might have been extensive it might have been radical but someone did that once and it's i find that really rude to shit on whatever that accomplished for us you're you're right like shitting on people for their their right and their choice to look and act differently than you is just shitting on people who have fought for those rights, like the Stonewall riots and mm -hmm. Rosa Parks and all the Elton stuff. Elton John, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and nobody shits on Elton John. <laughs> nobody shits on Elton John. <laughs> it has been dangerous for so many people in their lives already. Like, not only women, but LGBTQ community. It's still dangerous in so many places for the LGBTQ community. And mm -hmm. that's just, I mean, the friends of ours who travel with their partners and they can't show affection in places in certain countries. That's sad. That's something that uh, straight people can't even relate to how that must feel. And you can't show affection to someone you love. And that's why I feel we should sometimes be more respectful with what happened. And if that's right for you, if that's your choice, if you want to do that, then that's fine. But don't, don't make it a norm. Don't make it a normative that everybody has to be like this and that's the aspired thing that you everybody has to strive for. Not everybody wants to be a math teacher. Not everybody wants to be famous. So people have different goals and ideas in their life. I feel like that could be a song. Not everyone wants to be a math teacher. Not everyone wants to be famous. <laughs> we all have different goals and dreams in our life. <laughs> I don't remember what you said. We just mix, re remix it that now. <laughs> if you embrace your life and like it, then you're already a few steps ahead. And if you have troubles liking your life, then start liking your life by the things you enjoy doing. And I feel geekdom can really help you with that, to embrace yourself more and enjoy what you like. Because if you already know what you enjoy in your life, then it's just baby steps. It's kind of like self-care. Yeah, it is. Geekdom is self-care. <laughs> I like that. Geekdom is self-care because you get really geeky and passionate and you feel good when you do what you're geeky about. And yeah. It, it, that is self-care. So, so yeah. there. <laughs> self-care. So there. <laughs> yeah.
Cool. I really want to thank everyone for listening to this episode and share share it because this is a message that I think really needs to get out there. Yeah. This uber feminist with her dusty coochie is signing off. So does this dusty coochie. Dusty coochie too. Signs off too. (laughs) (laughs) Dusty coochie coo signing off too. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.